0: I say to you now, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are we doing today? How are we doing today? Good One more time. How are we doing today? Good, good. It is again another blessing for all of us to be able to see each other once again, being able to have made it out safely and soundly through the weather, through the rain, Sunday school lesson, again, being able to discuss it and learn together, and now we have reached the part of our service where we will receive the Lord's message for today, the last sermon of 2023, and as I contemplated what I would preach this Sunday, Began to think about all of the sermons that I preached this year, all of the series of sermons that I preached a year, and you know, I contemplated on what note, what message should we end this year of sermons off with. And that led me to what we read responsibly today from the 33rd chapter of the book of Ezekiel, where we read from the first verse down through the 11th verse a passage of scripture where we see the Lord speaking to his prophet, speaking to Ezekiel. He spoke to him about his commission and the importance of his commission there in the 33rd chapter of Ezekiel. We also saw there, just taking a look at the second through the fourth verse there where he spoke to the prophet about how he would bring a sword upon the land. And he spoke to the prophet about how it would be important to the people of the land to set themselves up a watchman to keep watch for, for danger. And so it would have been of great importance to the people to listen for the trumpet to sound of the watchman, because the watchman would blow his horn at the first sign of danger. So in that 33rd chapter of the book of Ezekiel, what we read responsibly today, we saw with the Lord, he shared a message with the prophet that spoke to a great danger that he, the Lord would bring upon the land, which would raise a question as to why God would, bring a sword upon the land, the land being the land of Judea, the the Southern kingdom. And the reason as to why God would bring a sword upon the land was due to sin. Amen. So for my key verse for today, I'm going to take the 11th verse from the 33rd chapter of Ezekiel the 11th verse, because that verse is of great importance. It's of great importance for those who are the land of Judea, the Southern kingdom. It was of great importance to them. It is of great importance for us today as well. That is again, the 33rd chapter of the book of Ezekiel, the 11th verse. If all of us are looking at that verse, let us say, Amen. Hey, if you need a moment to get there, just say, I need a moment, Pastor. All right, I didn't hear anything, silence. So all of us are looking at that 11th verse, which again is of great importance. We'll see there in that 11th verse that God, he said to Ezekiel, he said, Say to them, as I live, I have no pleasure in the death of who? said, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and do what? And to do what? And then we'll see that Lord said there again, he said, turn, turn from what ways?" ways? Then the Lord asked, he said, for why should you die? O house of Israel. Again, that 11th verse there in the 33rd chapter of Ezekiel, my key verse for today, serves of great importance. Again, pay close attention that the Lord said to Ezekiel, he said, say to them, that is the people of Judea, those of Israel. He said, say to them, as I live, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, But that the wicked turn from his way and live, turn, turn from your evil ways. For why should you die? O house of Israel. Amen. Now, from that verse, I want to focus on and I want to talk to all of you today for a thought. The trumpet sounds. Do you hear what I hear? Again, my thought for all of you today, again, is the trumpet sounds. Do you hear what I hear? And as I preached all year long, going all the way back to the very beginning of the year, I preached to all of you about the desire of God. Do y'all remember that? And I preached that the Lord, his desire for us is that we live. And I want you to understand that when I say his desire for us to live, I want you to understand that I'm not speaking about physically living. I'm talking about spiritually living. The Lord, he desires to dwell with all of us eternally. Do y'all remember me now saying that at the start of the year? Now here in my key verse for today, there again in the 11th verse, the Lord, He makes it very plain and clear, doesn't He? That He does not take pleasure in the death of anyone, not even the wicked. The Lord, He does not take pleasure. He does not love. The Lord does not desire for anyone to die. And again, I want to be very clear about this. This is not talking about death physically. This is talking about death spiritually. The Lord does not desire for anyone to die the second death, not even the sinner. Now, this fact that is shown to us repeatedly throughout scripture, where the Lord, he repeatedly sets his watchman on the walls. It is repeated throughout scripture where the Lord, He set His watchmen on the walls of Israel for the purpose of sounding their horns, sounding their trumpets. They would do this to warn of any danger that may be approaching. Now, I want you to understand today, all of us, we should understand that the posting of the watchmen on the walls, the Lord did this as a show of love. It was a show of love. It was a show of compassion from the Lord. Why was it a show of love? Why is it a show of compassion from the Lord? Because he did not want anyone to die. But sadly, there is again another lesson that we learn through Israel again today. There in the fourth verse, we'll see that the Lord, he stated, he stated, whoever hears the sound of the trumpet and does not take warning, he said, if the sword comes and takes him away, his blood shall be on his own head. So why, why would his blood be on his own head? the sword came upon the land and the sword killed him. Would it not be on the swords? We'll see in the next verse there in the fifth verse that the Lord said that the blood would be on his own head because he heard the sound of the trumpet. The watchman actually sounded the horn, but this person, they did not take Warning. And so, because they did not take warning, the Lord says there in the fifth verse, His blood shall be upon not the watchman, not the one that destroyed him, but upon himself. So, let us note that from those two verses there, let us note the self responsibility and one needing to be attentive to to listening for and to heeding the sound of the watchman's trumpet. Now, sadly, many of those that lived in the land that day, that lived in both the northern kingdom of Israel and then the southern kingdom of Judea, Judah, many, they chose to disregard God's watchman the watchmen that the lord set along the wall to to keep watch for any danger that was approaching many that lived in that day they chose to ignore they chose to disregard the sounding of the trumpet they in other words they didn't care enough about their life to heed the warning sound of the horn Imagine living in such a manner. Then there were others that they heard the sound of the watchman's horn, but all they did was complain that the watchman was doing nothing but making a whole bunch of noise. They they didn't like the sound of the trumpet. All they heard was noise, noise, noise. And because all they heard was noise, 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 they grumbled and they complained. An example of this is shown in the book of Micah in the second chapter of Micah. And in the sixth verse, if you want to write that down so that you can read this later. The people that scripture shows us that the ones that grumbled and they complained about the noise, they, they turned to, to lying prophets and the lying prophets, they then turned to Micah. That's M I C A H. They turned to Micah and these lying prophets we'll see there in that verse. They turned to Micah and they said, stop it. Stop making a bunch of noise. Stop sounding the horn that there is danger in the land. And then these these lying prophets, they would turn to the people and they would lie to the people. They would say to the people that all is well in the land. They would say to the people, "There is no danger," even though the watchman of God was warning the people of danger. The lying prophets were saying, "All is well. You are safe. There is no threat of danger." See those lies. They they gave the people a a false sense of security. All the while danger was approaching them. Danger was drawing nearer and nearer. Again, the Lord said to Ezekiel in the opening verses of the 33rd chapter, I'm bringing a sword upon the land. And again, the reason why God was bringing a sword upon the land was due to the sin Of the people. So these lying prophets, let's get this clear here was telling the people all is well, there is no threat of danger the whole time. While these people were doing nothing but living in the sin. And because these people were doing nothing but living in sin, they were doing nothing but drawing the wrath of God to approach them and knock On the door. So how do you suppose that worked out for them when those, you know, they chose to disregard, ignore the trumpet sound. How do you suppose it turned out for them? How do you suppose it turned out for those that heard the trumpets, but they said, noise, 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 stop the noise. Do you think it worked out well for them? Scripture states to us that those that did not heed the trumpet sound, they ended up falling to the sword and the blood was on their own head. You see the Northern kingdom, they fell to the Assyrians. They were, they had them fallen by the time of, of what we see here in scripture today. And the Southern kingdom was on its way to falling. It was on its way to being conquered by the Babylonians, which again, We have had several sermons and Sunday school lessons recently to where I bring it up all the time that the southern kingdom was conquered by the Babylonians and the people that that did not die by the sword. They were carried away in exile to Babylon. So I say to all of you today with with, with that history in mind that the outcome is very concerning to me. And the reason why that outcome is very concerning to me, even though it's in the past, is that we see here in the present that history is paralleling itself once again. You see, I imagine that all you were raised the same way that I was raised. I was raised when I was a little boy that that I needed to know my history. Y'all have heard me say that before, right? My my parents will say this, my uncles, my aunts, they will say this, especially on my dad's side. They was big on saying you need to know your history because you don't you don't want history to repeat itself. Y'all heard that one before. So I tell you today that I am concerned with the outcome of what we saw for for Israel and for the land of Judea, because, again, history is repeating itself whether you realize that or not. You see, we live in a land of sin today. Do you think God is pleased with that? Do you think the Lord is pleased with all of the wickedness that is going on in the land today, the land being the world? Y'all said no, uh uh-uh. Once again, I tell you today that God is posting watchmen along the walls and his watchmen. They have trumpets and the trumpet is once again, sounding today. It's been sounding for a very long time. And again, I asked the question, do you hear what I hear? You see, this all, it began after the people, they returned from their exile from Babylon to Jerusalem as shown in the books of Ezra and Nehemiah, the people they briefly for a moment, they chose to live in obedience. You can see it in, again in the book of Ezra and Nehemiah, but sadly the people, they returned back to the way of sin because that's in our nature. That's in mankind's heart It's to sin. And After that had happened, the Lord went silent for over four hundred years. The Lord went silent, and the the world it it fell into darkness. And, And when I say that the world fell into darkness, I don't want you to think that there was some kind of eclipse. I don't want you to think of a literal darkness. I'm talking about a a spiritual darkness. The world was spiritually dark for 400 years until we get to the time in which we celebrate this season. In the second chapter of Luke's gospel, we are told some shepherds that were merely living in the field. They were watching over their flock. And we, we know this story very well, don't we? And at night, they were, suddenly, they were visited by an angel, the scripture tells us, and the angel told them of the birth of a savior, Jesus Christ, right? And then the scripture tells us that suddenly that angel was joined by the heavenly host and, and those shepherds, they were surrounded by the heavenly host that, that praised the Lord and, and they sang out glory to God in the highest. They sang out on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. We know that story very well, don't we? Now, after the angels, after after the angel visited the shepherds, scripture tells us that the shepherds, they suddenly, they went in haste to Bethlehem. We are told they went in haste and they found Mary. They found Joseph and they found the baby lying in the manger. And then after having seen the baby lying in the manger, after having seen Christ, those shepherds, I want you to understand that they became God's watchmen. Watch this. Those shepherds, they they took their horns and the scripture tells us that they made it widely known concerning the baby, the birth of the child. And the scripture tells us that that those that, that heard the shepherds They marveled at the sayings of the shepherds. Ain't that what we celebrate this season? They became God's watchmen, sounding the trumpet. Do you hear what I hear? There was some more, wasn't there? In the second chapter of Matthew's gospel, we're told of some wise men that came from the East, aren't we? They came to Jerusalem because they, They were literal watchmen. We're told in scripture that they saw the star of him who was born king of the Jews. And so they came to Jerusalem looking for him. And again, they sounded the horn of the birth of this child. And Herod, when he heard them sounding the horn, Herod, he was greatly disturbed. And scripture tells us that Herod, he moved with evil intent, didn't he? And he desired for the wise men to move with evil intent as well, didn't he? But those wise men, they they ignored his fuss, his mess. And again, they went in search of the child and they found the child. And when they found the child, they didn't go back to old Herod. They went the other way, didn't they? And again, they became God's watchmen, Mm -hmm. as I believe they did the same as the shepherds did, but they didn't go back to Herod. Mm -hmm. There's another watchman in scripture that I want to reference today as well. There's old John the Baptist. Y'all know he was a watchman of God. The forerunner, you know, he sounded his horn when he preached to the people about the coming of the Lamb of God. John, he called out to the people to repent for the kingdom of God. John said is at hand, meaning that it's near. John, he, he warned of the coming of one mightier than he was and that when he came, he would baptize with the Holy Spirit and with fire. John, he was he was sounding the trumpet. He was sounding the horn. John, he warned of, again, one that was coming, that again would bring a light to the world. And and the one that John warned of, he certainly did come, didn't he? And, and, And when he came, I want you to understand that he also carried a trumpet as well. He carried a very loud trumpet. You see this one, he needed to get the attention of not just a few people. He needed to get the attention of the world. Didn't he? This one that I'm speaking of today is the only begotten son of God. The one again, who we sing of today, the one who Paul said to live is him to live is Christ the one who we have seen in our past two Sunday school lessons, we said that we need to live with his mindset, that we need to put God first, that we need to be heaven focused is what we said. You see, Jesus, he said from the very beginning, the time is fulfilled. Jesus said, believe in the gospel. Let us understand that Jesus's message, it is one that, that again, all of us, we must heed today. Jesus, when he sounded the horn, I would say to all of you today that we need to be attentive to the sounding of his trumpet. We don't need to disregard the sounding of his trumpet. And again, we, we, we don't need to be one that complains about Jesus sounding the horn. Because again, we know that the sounding of his trumpet is to warn against the sin of mankind. Because once again, the sin of mankind, it is again, drawing God nearer and nearer, closer and closer. Now, Jesus, he, he spoke of his reason as to why he came to this world, why he was in the world you see this in the fifth chapter of Luke's gospel in the 31st and the 32nd verse where Jesus, he said in those two verses, he said, those who are well, they have no need of a physician. Jesus said, but those who are sick, they need one. Jesus said, I have not come to call the righteous, but, but sinners to repentance. This is the message that he played on his trumpet. This is the sheet of music that, that Jesus played from again, a message of repentance, a call again to the sinners to repent. Again, I want you to understand today that Jesus's message. It is very clear. It ain't just noise. You see Jesus's message is that nobody is in perfect health. I want you to hear me here today. Ain't nobody in perfect health. Everybody has something that is wrong with them. And I want you to understand clearly here, I ain't talking about physical health. I'm talking about the mental. I'm talking about the emotional. And I am most definitely talking about the spiritual. Everybody has something wrong with them. Do you hear what I hear? You see, Jesus' message is that everybody is in need of healing. Everybody's in need of his healing touch. Everybody is in need of a spiritual healing. Do you hear what I hear? Now, to be healed, one must go see a doctor when they don't just heal. You know, our body can recover quite a bit, can't it? But, you know, there's sometimes when it's just taking too long for our body to heal and to get well. You know, you have to go and see somebody that knows, don't you? Well, I say to you today that the same thing is true when it comes to your spirit. That is what Jesus has said to us today. Jesus, he called on us throughout his ministry to again, repent and come to him. Jesus said that those who come to him, that they will not perish. Jesus said in third chapter of John's gospel in the 16th verse that they will have everlasting life. If they come to see him, the great physician. However, Jesus said there in the third chapter of John's gospel, he said that those that don't come to see him, Those that, in other words, that don't believe in him. Jesus, he said, they are condemned already. Uh Uh-oh. Do you hear what I hear? The trumpet has sounded. Again, Jesus, he, he sounded his horn when he clearly warned in the seventh chapter of Matthew's gospel and the 20th verse, he warned, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord shall enter the kingdom of heaven. Did you hear that? Were you attentive to that? He said, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my father in heaven, they will enter in. They're in the 22nd and the 23rd verse of the seventh chapter of, of Matthew's gospel. Jesus, he again, he, he made a very important statement there that all of us must be again attentive to. Jesus, he said, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Have we not cast out demons in your name? Have we not done many wonders in your name? And Jesus, he said, then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Do you hear what I hear? Jesus said, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. The statement from Christ is, again, it is one of great concern to me, what Christ, what he said there in that scripture. Because, again, his trumpet is sound. He sounded his trumpet. And I say to all of you today that the trumpet of Christ is still being sounded in the world today. Mm-hmm. To where, again, the message has been made known that, again, there will be a day where the Lord was saying, I never knew you depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. In other words, you who indulge in wickedness. In other words, you are who you who are convicted of, of living in sin and, and love to live in sin and choose to live in sin. You who do not heed the sound of my, of Christ trumpet. It's of great concern for me because today is a whole lot like Ezekiel's day. Some are disregarding the trumpet. Some are ignoring the trumpet of Christ while others are saying, stop making all of that fuss. Stop making all of that noise. Those that live in this manner, they fail to realize that they are living in a manner to where they are now enemies of God. I don't know about all of you today, but I don't want to be an enemy of the Lord. Now somebody may say, Well, what makes me an enemy of God? Well, James in his letter, he asked, and he asked, he said, adulteress and adulteresses. Yes. Do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? James, he stated in the fourth chapter of James and the fourth verse, he stated, whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. That is concerning to me today. Because again, as we saw in our Sunday school lesson today, more people desire to be a friend of the world to the, to be a friend of God. There are more people today that live for the world to again, be a friend of the world than live for the Lord and be a friend of God, to be in fellowship with the Lord, to know him, to know the excellency of the knowledge of Christ. The power of his resurrection. Again, from our Sunday school lesson today. We must understand today that we are responsible for whether or not we choose to be attentive to the sound of the trumpet of Christ. You are responsible to whether or not you are attentive, whether or not you are listening to it or choosing to disregard it, ignore it, and complain about it. Tell the, the, the trumpet players to shut up. You are responsible for that, and you will be held responsible. You will be held accountable for that, not by me, but by the Lord. Therefore, we are responsible to whether or not we live or die. Do you hear me here today? When God once again brings his sword upon the land, we are responsible whether we will be saved and live or whether we will die and perish by the sword of the Lord. The sword that pierces even to the soul. Now, I want to be very clear about this today. God, I want you to understand he is going to judge sin. There is absolutely no doubt about that. There are many people today that live that think that God is just not going to do it. He hasn't come back yet. So it's not going to happen. I can keep ignoring the trumpet and I can keep doing whatever it is that I want to because God ain't came. God is not going to judge me. You ain't special. God, again, I want you to understand he is going to judge sin. He is going to judge the sinner. And again, we know that sin and the sinner will be cast away from his presence into outer darkness for everlasting life. The trumpet has sounded. Do not make Christ out to be a liar because Christ is. Is the last person that is going to lie to us. He hasn't sounded his trumpet for just to do it for no reason. He sounded it for a reason, which again has been made clear to us in my key verse for today, where the Lord does not desire. He does not take pleasure in the death, the second death of anyone. He desires that we turn Turn away from our evil ways. That is what the Lord desires. The Lord desires for you to live. Do you hear what I hear? The trumpet sounds today. Now, if you have heard, if you have been attentive to the sounding of the trumpet, then that is good on you. Because, again, you will be saved. That is what has been promised to us throughout Scripture here in the 33rd chapter of Ezekiel and again in the third chapter of John's gospel and the 16th verse. Now, we'll see here as we take a look at this 33rd chapter that there is a responsibility, another responsibility that falls on to those that actually are attentive to the sounding of the trumpet. We'll see it there in the seventh verse, where there in the seventh verse, the Lord, he actually repeats to Ezekiel something that he said to Ezekiel way back in the third chapter of Ezekiel, in the seventeenth verse, when Ezekiel was first commissioned by the Lord, when Ezekiel first was attentive to the sounding of the Lord's voice. We'll see that the Lord said there in that 17th verse, he said, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. And I heard some turning there. But again, I want to repeat that 17th verse to you one more time. The Lord said, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. He said there, therefore, you shall hear a word from my mouth and warn them for me. Ezekiel was to warn the people, the people living in the land of Judea, the Southern kingdom. He was to warn those of Israel of the words that came from the mouth of God. He was to warn the people that the sword was approaching and coming upon the land. Now with that in mind, If you have been attentive to the sounding of the trumpet of Christ, if you heard from Christ and it didn't go in one ear and out the other ear, but it sat well with you in your heart today, meaning that you listened to you, you heeded Christ. Do you realize that you have been appointed a post on the wall? You have been a sign, a post on the wall of the world, not by me, but by Christ. Do you realize that you are a watchman now for Christ, that you are a watchman of God? You are God's watchman today. Did you know that? Did you know that you have your own trumpet? that you can raise up and that you can play into his sound as well. There is a message that we have to share with the world. You've heard me say that all year long talking about our identity as a child of God. Let me add on to that identity that you are God's watchman today.